Welcome to The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore. It is Friday, March the 24th, 2023. On this edition of The Politocrat, how is your year progressing so far? Plus, many microphones and less responsibility. I'll be talking about those two subjects coming up next. Dear listener, how are you on this Friday? Oh my goodness, TGIF is here. Woohoo! <laughs> I am really happy that it is Friday, even though, oh boy, you know, it, you're just glad to get to the end of the week. <laughs> At least the conventional work week, although work continues on. <laughs> it really does. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I do hope you're well, dear. dear oh gosh, I can't even talk. See, it's been that kind of week, actually. Dear listener, welcome. I really do appreciate you coming aboard here on this Friday, whenever you happen to be listening to the Politocrat Daily Podcast. Always remember that this is the place where you are invited to think differently. And it's a great pleasure to have you. Thank you very much indeed. And again, I do hope that you're well. I really do. And if you're not, I do hope that things improve for you and that you get to the place you wish to be in. I should also add before going on here that if you are someone who is feeling stressed out or just concerned and worried and in a a state of deep sadness and actually clinical depression or just feeling as if the world is too much for you to bear, I really do urge you to seek some help. I really, really do. And there are numerous places to go to to get help. And one of the places, there's a load of places, but one of the places I think that you can be very comfortable looking at is the uh, National Suicide Hotline. Now, they've recently changed their suicide, you know, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, excuse me. Now, they've recently changed their uh, web address. And they used to have a different address uh, or used used to call themselves something very different. Um, but now they call themselves the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. That's what they call themselves, you know, and I thought they, I know they've changed their name. So what you really want to do is go to, if you're online, visit this website, S as in Sam, A as in Apple, M as in Mike, H as in High. S as in Saturday, A as in Apple, dot G-O-V. This is for the United States. S-A-M-H-S-A dot G-O-V. That is the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. If you're wondering what 988 is, well, that's a phone number. That's a phone number. You can call that number here in the United States, dial 988, or you can text 988. Or if you're a chatty sort with your fingers, then you can chat to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. 
There are other resources that you can use, dear listener, wherever you are across the world in the United Kingdom. I know it's the Samaritans and the Samaritans has a chapter in the United States. Beyond these two countries, there are numerous other places across the world that will be a beacon of help to you. And by the way, the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is open 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Dear listener, thank you very much again. Now, look, I I want to start out with a couple of things. And I'm just trying to figure out which I should tackle first. I think I'm going to start with how your year is going. How is your year going? Because we're almost at the end of the first quarter of the year. And that's what struck me. You know, today is the 24th of March. We have one more week of March left after this. A week from today will be the final day of the month of March and the final day of the first quarter of the year. Three months in the books as of next Friday, a week from today. And so I got to thinking about this as I typically do when I get toward the end of a quarter. I ask myself, are you happy with your year so far? What do you think about how your year has gone so far? How do you reflect, Mr. Moore, about the year you've had so far? And those are the kinds of things I typically go over in my mind, tumble that over in my mind, and I mull over it for a few minutes and really think about and reflect upon the first few months of the year or the first portion of the year or the second portion of the third quarter of the fourth, you know, in assessing how the year has gone. And I mean, for me so far, I think it's probably so far so good, knock on wood. You know, it's been, it's been, it's been okay. It's not been bad. It's not been terrible. It's not been worse. I mean, everything could be better, but relatively speaking, I think it's, Pretty decent so far. Again, I don't wish to jinx myself, dear listener. And any more than you would wish to jinx yourself. When you ask that question of yourself. How is your year going? How is my year going? You might ask yourself right now. Have you asked yourself that, by the way? What kind of year are you having? It's 2023. Hello, that's where we are. And... In the Muslim faith right now, there is Ramadan, which I think goes on for a full month. I'm someone who's Christian. I don't know if it's a month or if it's, yeah, I think it is a month, Ramadan. It's a very holy month with fasting, particular fasting, very specific. And so I'm sure there's a a lot of time, I guess, in the Muslim faith to reflect as well during Ramadan. You know, reflection, faith, sacrifice. You know, these are very sacred times for those of the Muslim faith. And for everyone, when you get toward the end of a month, hopefully you do look back at the month and ask yourself, or at least say to yourself, well, uh, I don't know, how did they go? Well, could have been better, but, uh, you know, do you do any of that? I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do, dear listener, at some point. I tend to do it after the three months are up. I tend to, when I say do it, I'm talking about reflecting on how the first quarter or whichever quarter of the year has gone. I reflect on that. And 
obviously the news of the world is not good. It's usually pretty bleak. So I think that when we're asked the question, how has your year gone? We, I think at some point tend to default to what the state of the world is and our relationship to it. And so if the state of the world has been pretty crappy, as it has been forever, and as it has been so far in this calendar year, you tend to lump yourself in with that, perhaps. Or maybe not. Maybe you're someone, dear listener, who is able to divorce those two things. Now, I'd like to think that I am. But what good is it, quite frankly, if you're having a really great year and the rest of the planet ain't? (laughs) Doesn't that leave you in very lonely and isolated company? (laughs) I mean, think about that. Yeah, I'm having a great year and yeah, everything's going my way. Woohoo! But the rest of the world is feeling pretty crappy right now. (laughs) Isn't that kind of a really lonely and isolated feeling to have? (laughs) That that you're on top of the world, (laughs) down on creation. (laughs) Really, I'm doing my Karen Carpenter bit for Friday. (laughs) Looking down on creation, I'm the only one that's having any fun. (laughs) Now, that is not how the lyric to that song goes, Top of the World by the Carpenters. But it might be, if you are the only one in the world having fun, that might be the way the song sounds to you. (laughs) It really might be the way that Karen Carpenter and her mellifluous tones would sound to you. But you know what? There's still nine months of the year to go. And if the first three months of your year have been okay, think that the next three can be better think that the next three will be better and do your part to make that happen. Of course, everything is not within your control. There's always going to be things that you can't control. But there are things you can control. And if you've got goals in life, if you've got aspirations in life, if you have set down a marker for this calendar year that is 2023, dear listener, never forget that it is never too late for you to start walking on the path that you have assigned to yourself. It's never too late to begin that walk. Along the way, you'll have some bumps and bruises and yeah, some detours and You'll have people who will disappoint you. That is the way of the world, said Earth, Wind and Fire. You're going to have people that disappoint you. You're going to have people that surprise you as well, in a positive way. You're going to have your supporters. You're going to have your detractors. That's happened since time immemorial. You're going to have people who disappoint you. It's just going to happen. That's happened since time immemorial too. But I want you to remember something. Something I've said on social media previously. At the popcorn, R-E-E-L on Twitter. The disappointments are lessons. They're not really the 
evil things that they might be. They are the warning signs. And they are the opportunities. And they are the education. The disappointments that you might have from some people, the way they don't back you, or the way that people you trusted, people you were, who were your friends, or people who were close to you, suddenly flip like IHOP pancakes <laughs> to say nothing of the point. You're going to get that in life. But all of that is an opportunity and a reaffirmation for you that you need to be on the path that you're on. Because perhaps someone is envious of your path, is envious of your ambition and your goals. And they will come out and in a not so veiled way, will let that be known. And that should push you even more onto the path that you belong on. And you have to jettison those negative people jettison those people who have disappointed you this year thus far and you have to do it in no uncertain terms you have to cut them loose simple as you have to do that and you have to stay on the path that you're on and keep walking that path keep moving along that path it is there for you you won't get there by osmosis and you won't get there overnight you will get there with hard work, smart work, passion and endeavor by taking advice, wise advice and utilizing it and by leaving behind the people who want you to fail, who want you to struggle. And the big key is also organization. You have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you will forever have things swimming in your head and that is a very dangerous place to be. Remember that you control your own destiny. Yes, there'll be obstacles. Oh, yes. The society will be one of them, depending on who you are. If, however, you are able to stay committed to your goal, you will succeed. You will get what you want. You will have to work very hard for it. And you will have the bumps and bruises. And you will have the naysayers and the people who get jealous and envious. The haters, you'll get plenty of them. I've seen my fair share of them, for sure. You'll get people that act very strange around you and very weird. And then you'll get people who are genuine. Who actually do think that you are doing the right thing. And who support you in that way. There are always imposters on the earth. There are always people who will discourage and say all these nasty things. There are always people who will do that. As there are also always people who will support and be there and encourage and say positive things. Now mind you, don't Take all the good things to heart. Don't praise all the good things. I mean, it's nice to have praise, but take praise with a grain of salt and just keep doing what you're doing. And when people do throw the negatives at you, also take that with a grain of salt. Be mindful of it, but take it with a grain of salt and move on. 
If you want to see a better next three months, obviously in the world you want to, but if you want to see it within you, where you wish to be at the end of June, because believe me, June is almost already here when you think about it. Spring will be gone in a flash and then it will be Memorial Day. And all of a sudden it's almost summer or the unofficial beginning of it three weeks before it officially happens. But these next three months are going to go by in a flash. And then you would have to be asking yourself, where have I progressed in these last three months? Life is a marathon, not a sprint. And the journey of life is one that hopefully each and every one of us gains something positive from, as well as gains in knowledge, learning lessons, some of them painful, some of them euphorious, and also in being a better person. If you want to make a change in the world, as I often say, you first have to, along the way, hopefully at least, make changes within yourself. As Gandhi and others have said, be the change that you wish to see. And I know it gets overused and it's maybe perhaps a cliche line, but it really is true. And so the introspection, the examination and the pursuit of more positive things and more goals continues on. Yes, and I ask your permission to make an announcement. Would the, the sound man please turn Mr. Reagan's microphone? Is this on? Yes. Mr. Green, you turn on microphone. You ask for me if you would. I am paying for this microphone, Mr. And that was the infamous moment from 1980 with Ronald Reagan. And the crowd went wild there in New Hampshire. That's right, that was. Can you believe that? That was 43 years ago. 43 years ago. I am paying for this microphone, Mr. Speaker. You know, it's all those one-liners that really, I think... Um, have obscured the memory from many people in the United States of one of the most consequential, for all the wrong reasons, presidents that the United States has ever had. Ronald Reagan is an absolute albatross. He was and is one of the three worst presidents that this country has ever seen. You can look at the two Andrews. Andrew Johnson and Andrew Jackson, they definitely belong in that top three as well. The piece of garbage who got impeached twice probably is fourth. I know some people who don't really know about Andrew Johnson and Andrew Jackson will fervently disagree with me. But I would tell those persons who may disagree with me about the piece of garbage being number four in the worst ever Please go look up the 
history of Andrew Jackson and Andrew Johnson, please? And by the way, one of those two guys got impeached as well. So you might want to look the histories of those two Andrews up before you start to disagree vehemently, perhaps, with me about the piece of garbage who was twice impeached being the worst president ever because I don't think he is the worst president ever. I definitely think he's in the top four or five, but he ain't the worst. Ronald Reagan is far worse than the piece of garbage. I'm telling you, Ronald Wilson Reagan is by far, far worse than the twice impeached piece of garbage. Telling you that right now. I know some of you will say, oh, no, no. You really, really, really need to look at the things that Ronald Reagan did that have irrevocably harmed the United States of America. Irrevocably. He was in office for eight years. Do not forget that now. Eight years he was in office for. Eight years. The piece of garbage is only in office for four. Keep that in mind. And he's looking to try to make it four more, or rather I should say forevermore. Because if he does get in next year, he will not leave that office. I am convinced of it. But I don't think he's going to win anyhow. But the reason why I played that clip from Ronnie Ray Gunn from 1980. I am paying for this microphone, Mr. Speaker. And then you heard that crowd in New Hampshire just go absolutely hog wild. And that's the thing. That's the reason why, quite frankly, I think Reagan is thought of in such a benevolent and positive way by a lot of people in the United States, a lot of Americans, because they cling on to the one-liners of his movie stardom that he reincorporated into his political career. I'm telling you, that, that's what Americans love. We love the soundbite. We love that. We love that here. Something that makes us feel good. But microphones are the issue of this particular final few minutes of the Political Updated Podcast, not Ronald Reagan. I've spent enough time over the last two or three years talking about Ronald Reagan. I did an episode back, I think, in April of 2020 about Ronald Reagan and how he really did end up destroying this country over a 40-some-odd year period. And by the way, recently, and I'll talk about this a bit maybe tomorrow or the day after, recently I passed the three-year mark of this podcast. Incredible. Just a few days ago, I went past three years doing the Politocrat Lady podcast. I'll talk about that at another time, sometime in the next few days. I do want to talk about microphones, dear listener, because, yeah, you know, I'm talking to you through a microphone right now. And there's so many microphones, so many microphones. And you see them on YouTube, you see them on TV, obviously. Microphone, 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 microphone. Everyone has one. Everyone has one. <laughs> They're like opinions. Microphones. But everyone has a microphone, dear listener. I have one. I'm talking to you through one, as I just said. And because I have a microphone, dear listener, because I have this podcast that you're listening to, and thank you, dear listener, for doing so, I have a responsibility to you. I have a responsibility 
to be honest with you, to tell you the truth, and to present facts and document things that I say. Sometimes I will say, go look that up, go look it up, go look that up. Not because it's not there, but because it is there. You can easily find what I am saying online, incredible places, incredible, not incredible, but in places that are credible. And that would not be Fox News. That would not be OAN. That would not be Newsmax. Or any of those wannabe type Newsmaxes or wannabe Fox types. You will find that incredible publications like Reuters, for example. That's one of them. So when I say something, I have a contract with you implicitly to speak the truth, to tell you the facts, to give you the history, to document things where that is obviously needed, and to describe and explain what it is I'm talking about and explain to you why I'm talking about it and in the context I talk about it, and to propose ideas and solutions to a particular issue that may be talked about at any given time. Those are my responsibilities. And when I get something wrong, I am duty-bound to correct it. Duty-bound. These days, however, it's very clear to me, dear listener, that people are not adhering to any kind of code, any kind of obligation to talk to their audiences with honesty and tell them the truth. Fox News certainly doesn't have any kind of code about that. They just lie all the time. The twice impeached piece of garbage does the same thing. Every time his lips move. The conservative talk radio, they did the same thing. And these podcasters who are conservative, they act as if everything is fair and equal. And they just keep lying about the state of the world, the state of the country that they live in. They keep lying about it. And it would take a real dummy to keep listening to that stuff. Knowing, knowing that it's all a bunch of hogwash, hogwash piss. And it's a bunch of lies on top of that. And have you ever smelled hogwash piss? It stinks. It stinks. I've never actually smelled it, but you know what I mean. Hogwash piss. That is what these liars, these conservatives, these liars, these lying fascists, this is what they do. No rules, just a mic. Kind of like the old Outback. Steakhouse commercial. No rules, just right. Except in this case, it's no rules, just mic. As in microphone, for short. No rules. You can just get up there now and say whatever the F. Notice I only said F and not uck. Whatever you want to say. And you don't have to correct anything. You don't have to correct the record. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to. And you might be recording the podcast episode and you still don't see any need 
to change what you've said. I don't know. Say why. So many microphones, so few rules. Everybody's talking into a microphone and everybody's saying everything. And then in the process of everyone saying everything, nobody's saying anything at all. And the thing is that when you do have an obligation to tell your listeners the truth and tell them the facts, when you do that, you gain a measure of currency. But the ironic thing it is, and is it seems to me, that if you just there lying and lying and lying, and people know you're lying, you've got some places in the country here who will continue to give the liar more oxygen and pump that liar up to be the most self-aggrandizing buffoon on the planet. And yet, you've gained absolutely nothing in terms of any kind of core or any kind of structure, any kind of credibility. You've got people on platforms much larger than the one that I happen to have spinning garbage about political parties that are completely not true, completely untrue person calling himself God, that right there should be a red alert for you. Absolute red alert. You've got music stars, Lil Nas X, who tweet out things that are really irresponsible. Specifically, the one thing that I'm honing in on is this Really ridiculous and insensitive tweet, very insensitive tweet that Lil Nas X shared on social media on Twitter yesterday. Saying that he wants to go to Africa and wants to know where the gay people are so I can be with them. Oh boy. See, everybody talks about Africa, and I talked about this on social media earlier. Everyone talks about Africa, not everyone, but many people talk about Africa as if it is a country. It's not a freaking country. It's a continent with dozens of countries in it. No one ever talks about France and calls it Europe, even though it's a European country. They don't say, well, you know, I want to go to Europe to see where the gays are. You would name a specific country. And I think the reason why the specific country, it's just my, I'm not even going to go down that road. I'm not even going to bother. Lil Nas X should not be making light of what's going on in Uganda with the anti-gay bill that means if you're gay in Uganda, you can be executed, summarily executed by the police. That is exactly what the law says in Uganda.
And with that kind of situation, with a law that gets passed in Uganda, that is anti-gay. Lil Nas X, as a gay person, has every, every, every right to speak up about what's going on in Uganda. Anyone does, regardless of whether they're straight, gay, trans, whomever. But Lil Nas X didn't speak up. He talked some BS and tried to make light of something that's not very funny. And is just really irresponsible. Now, he didn't have a microphone, but he does have a Twitter account that has 8 million followers on it. And he owes them, I think, not just an apology, but also a vow to be better next time. Because that was shambolic from... Lil Nas X. Hopefully he will have learned his lesson. Maybe, maybe not. But my whole point, dear listener, is is that the microphone that you speak into is precious. And you have to keep that in mind. Your listening audience is precious. My listening audience, you, are precious. And so you have to Treat your audience with intelligence instead of lying to them and tricking them and all this kind of stuff. You need to stay true to yourself first and foremost and you need to stay true to your fans, to your fan base, to the listeners, to the audience. You need to be true to yourself. And if you cannot be those things, You have no business being on the air. You have no business having 8 million followers. Furthermore, you have no business being able to do the things that you're doing. An example has to be set, dear listener. Responsibilities have to be grown, not just gained. And... You can grow that responsibility by doing the great things and the tough things that a game demands and requires. Everyone might have a microphone. Yeah, yeah. However, everyone, everyone is not entitled, as Daniel Patrick Monaghan once said years ago, to their own facts. Everyone is not entitled to their own facts. And I can say this as well. When you are talking to an audience, please treat your audience with respect. I'll tell you something for nothing, mate. If you treat your audience with respect, you will find that they will soon start to gravitate towards you. It doesn't always happen. And sometimes it doesn't always happen at the speed that we might like. But it does happen. And especially when you prove and show yourself to be an authentic person. A real person. Because people will see the sincerity and the honesty and the directness. They will gravitate to that. Not everyone will admit it. But in general, people will see through it. And they will see it for what it is, one way or the other. So... We have a special responsibility behind these microphones. 
to get things right, to tell the truth, to speak history, and not to entertain BS. We cannot afford to do that anymore. Because I think we're way past that stage now. Join me on Twitter at the popcorn R-E-E-L on Spoutable, S-P-O-U-T-I-B-L-E dot com forward slash popcorn R-E-E-L. Don't forget to download this podcast, subscribe to it, won't you please, and share the podcast. And, oh yes, the Politocrat Daily Podcast online store at the following address, the-politocrat.myshopify.com. And of course, one other thing, don't forget, there is a brand new podcast called Tar Talk. For those of you who cannot get enough of Todd Field's Tar, directed by Todd Field, of course, and starring Kate Blanchett. 10-minute episodes, every single one. Every one of those episodes is either 10 minutes or less. Thank you very much for listening to this edition of The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore.